Hey everyone, and welcome to Drinks and Dice. We're a small group of friends and family who have been playing Dungeons and Dragons together via Zoom for a few years, and have recently decided to start recording and broadcasting our play sessions. The intent behind the broadcasts are to help our players remember what happened and catch up on content they might have missed, as well as provide entertainment for all of our children. If you're not one of the members of Drinks and Dice or their children, then you're still welcome, and I hope you enjoy listening along with our adventures. I should note a small disclaimer. Audio issues continue to plague our group, and we're working to get better and better each week. So if you're enjoying the story, hang in there. Audio quality will improve over time. With all that said, let's jump right into this week's adventure on Drinks and Dice. Welcome back, everyone. It has been what feels like, or probably actually is, months since we've last played through what we're about to be playing through tonight, the original campaign. Um, we took a small break to play through a one-shot that took a couple of sessions. Three-shot, I guess. Um, took some time off in between there, too. Uh, hopefully we'll be back to a semi-regular schedule-ish. See what the summer does. <clears throat> but I'll, um, I'll recap what's been going down. To remind everyone what's been happening. Um, some of you might have to fill in some of the of the details if you remember things and you want to jump in and correct me, that's fine. Um, because it's been a while and I forget. I might forget. So, here we go. Um, you were sent on a mission um, to discover what was going on in a with an elemental disturbance. Um, so you were teleported into a mysterious portally dungeon, um, which you thoroughly explored, um, you go through a portal, something would happen, solve a puzzle, you kill an enemy, resolve a trap, portals would reopen, you go through another portal. Um, it was a random, seemingly random series of events that transpired, leading, leading you to kill um, four different uh, elemental creatures. Uh, you kill an earth elemental, a fire elemental, an air elemental, and a water elemental, among other things. At the end of the dungeon, a mysterious door opened. You were greeted by a black, a young black dragon who uh, taunted you, saying that elemental time is at hand, yada yada yada. And you bested the black dragon and upon defeating the black dragon it seemed that she was guarding a treasure uh, hoard upon opening the treasure hoard you found four mysterious rings each with a colored stone you took said rings exited the dungeon using the spell scroll um, turned back home to a shocked um, oh man, Theo. Uh, <laughs> been a while. Uh, and Theo informed you that he'd been gone for, for months. <clears throat> Not the hours and, or days that you had thought you'd been gone. Um, something mysterious had happened while you were away, and it seems like four strange obelisks have appeared um, throughout the realm. Uh, each, each 
emitting some form of elemental energy. Uh, you discussed your rings with him, trying to do some... Uh, some of the party was trying to decide to tell him that there weren't any rings. Some of the party was very upfront with divulging, divulging the information. Um, you let him sketch your rings, you let him try and figure out what they do, um, and you were able, for the most part, to figure out some of the power that the rings hold. It seems that these are tied to the elemental plane, uh, and they were they're giving you some form of elemental power. So there's basically an earth ring, a fire ring, an air ring, and a water ring, each giving you different uh, abilities and properties of, as you're attuned to them. Uh, do you want to remind me who's attuned to which rings? I am attuned to the earth one. Luth is attuned to the fire. Saxon's Glow. air. Glowing as water. Okay. So you have these rings, you're attuned, and they give you whatever special abilities they, they provide. They give you resistances, and give you the ability to cast some spells out of them. Um, a particularly powerful spell, I believe, um, is able to be cast out of them, but only with um, restrictions. Um... The Theo told you that the rings seem to be in an, a less powerful state than they could be. Uh, and they may be able to become more powerful over time. Um, the elemental obelisks are emitting a negative energy out of them changing the landscape around them so areas around the earth are becoming hazardous rocky terrain vegetation is dying they're becoming mountainous areas areas around the fire obelisk or ground is becoming scorched earth um, breaking open small pools of lava have started to form similar in the water area bloodlines have started to come up uh, the water is getting deeper swampy um so you've noticed, uh, Theo fills you in, that this has been happening for weeks, um, and it's getting worse and worse, and the longer the obelisks stay here, the further this spreading out from inside them. So um, you're not sure if what you did caused this or not, um, but you have taken these rings upon yourself, activated whatever powers they have, and now you're back, and Theo has charged you to... You know, do some due diligence and make sure, <laughs> make sure that uh, if you did cause this by by opening the box and taking the rings, that uh, we can eliminate whatever evil that might be out there. Or if it just was coincidental, um, you can research that as well. So the party discussed um, and decided to go to the Earth Obelisk first, um, and that is the dungeon that I have prepared for us tonight. Is it the same um, method of travel with the um, scrolls and? The... No, so he would act, he, you you would actually spend time to travel to these obelisks. We're not gonna we're not gonna do that. You're not gonna have an easy way out of these dungeons. Once you're in, there won't be a return scroll. You will have to travel in and out. But we will drop you off at the door and commute you back to town afterwards. But. Um, you will have to travel across the across the 
plane to do. That sounds tedious. We've gotten spoiled. Don't want to do a, a three-hour travel episode? <laughs> I am so far done with those caravan episodes of the last campaign. I can't even take it. They were rough. Well, there's some fun stuff in there. But probably hard for you. Alright, well, um, are we free to... You are free to discuss before we get started, so if there's anything you want to discuss before you led, you headed out to the obelisk. Now's um, your time to catch I, up. I have some stuff on the way, so if anybody wants stuff before, uh, before we leave Theo, I don't know. Is it... How much of a rush are we in? Is it too late for me to try to buy myself some better armor, or... Are we like running out the door as soon as we get home? What are you trying to buy? Hmm. Let me look up the spreadsheet. Come back to me. I'll try to be quick. if my audio is better now. So, I mean, it sounds fine to me. Oh. Um, if we're... Are we saying we took a, uh, a shopping period? Um, so, he advises you to hurry, but if you need to purchase goods for your mission, then you should do so. Um, so if you needed to have something crafted or created that would take weeks to do, then no. But if you need basic supplies or armaments or anything like that, then there would be no issue doing that. Yeah, I, I used a couple healing potions, so if I could find one or two, I would definitely do that. Okay. Just regulars or graders or what were you looking for? Um, I think I had regulars, but what, really whatever's available. If it's one grader or two regular, I would do that. I have to find the spreadsheet. Does someone have the link they can put in the... I know I made it, but I need let to... Me, let me look real quick. I dig it up. I don't remember which text thread it was in. I seem to have lost my audio. Can you guys hear me? Yes. I can't hear anything. All right, let me fix that then. Uh, 
I just oh. clicked that stupid video and I I disconnected it. I um yeah. Did you get your audio back now? Can I buy? Oh. Sorry, that should be fixed now. Thank Could you I for texting that out. Go ahead. Should I buy half plate <laughs> medium armor? Does that make sense for my character? It gives me a plus two to my armor class. Um, so half plate medium armor, yep, you can. So uh, the way we work that out is you could roll uh, your persuasion check. For your bartering skills. Oh my gosh, I got a natural 20. No, you didn't. I totally did. Look in D&D Beyond. <laughs> Not even lying. For a 24. Well, well in that case, maybe I should take the heavy plate. Because I was thinking, oh, I can't afford the heavy plate unless I get a natural 20. And what are the odds? Can I, can I apply that? That, that sounds like you're gaming the system there. Sounds like you're okay. double you're you're double rolling here. What's, what's okay, if, if not, it's totally fine. I just wasn't sure at what point in the deal I noticed that I'm being pretty persuasive and they're giving me good prices and I'm like, oh maybe I could afford something a little pricier. I, I'll give you the half plate medium for the Nat 20 discount. At 563. Or I will give you the full plate heavy at the 10% uh, DC twenty discount at twelve seventy. Wait a minute. Well, how do you? So. I was gonna say, how do you have five hundred dollars or five hundred gold? Oh, I have five hundred gold. Doesn't everybody? We got paid really good for that last mission. I must not have. I think a lot that. of people bought stuff at the end of that pay, and I didn't What's for this very reason because I didn't know what to do. Okay, I'll do the half plate medium. Okay. Five sixty. <clears throat> yep. So you can add that into your character sheet and subtract the five sixty three from your. Character. Got it. Gold total. Okay. Did I have any other armor studded leather? Take that off. Okie dokie. And then potions. Um, there are as many regular potions of healing that you could want. Uh, there is one supreme, two superiors, and three graders available. Uh, it's a big one. The Supreme is a 10d4 plus 20, very rare, but it costs a bajillion dollars. Uh, <laughs> 1350. 
I yeah, I was gonna buy just a regular potion, and I rolled terribly, and I can't afford it, so I just quit. <laughs> I would like a regular potion, and I rolled terribly, but I can afford it, so I'm gonna take a potion of healing for fifty gold. Okay. And then I'm going to ask if I was supposed to get paid, or do I not get money because I was in and out? Because I had sixty gold total and that doesn't sound anywhere near like what Mary Beth's number was. Yeah, that's what I'm confused by because I don't think I bought anything. There, I'm looking through my inventory. There were mul- there were multiple episodes where people got paid for different things. Um All right. well I must I don't have just filled my pounds you were uh in for because I know you took some time off. I don't know if yeah. like because the one you just did wasn't necessarily a big money one. It was the one prior to that that was a bigger money no it was <clears throat> to go get the heart or go to the dungeon of the we got 5,000 gold for investigating a vault yes and bringing back what was inside that's the, that was the big one. Oh yeah I was out for most of that is that not the one we just came back from no, no. previous to that that was the like one where we did it all backwards and I'm pretty sure Jeremy bought like a plus one weapon or something. Something custom, I thought. Yeah, I must have. We'll ask our podcast audience. They'll remind us. I remember mm. feeling lame, <clears throat> but Zephyr doesn't understand possessions. So, you know. What? The last thing we did, wasn't that the random dungeon? Yeah. And there was also a tomb that you went into before. Remember with the like curtain and the classroom and the the spear spear that I almost killed. Yeah, I remember that, but that was back in February. Oh, I thought that was the one. And that was five thousand gold split between four thousand four characters. Yes, which is how I ended up with a little over a thousand. You bought a lot of stuff, but the right before this, we just came back to Theo with four rings, and he gave us. 5,000 gold. Or he promised us 5,000 gold at the beginning. I will have to look. I don't have that listed. I have it at the beginning of the thing. I don't have... Oh, gosh. Oh. Honey. Uh, I'll have to look that up. I don't have it now. It's been too long. Um, and I don't have those notes, so I'll have to go back and listen, actually. Yeah, I don't, I don't particularly need it right now, so. Sorry. Yeah, let's not, let's not belabor the Let point. Us. I just thought if there was an easy, oh yeah, we just split one big pot and everybody's supposed to get X amount, then I would ask about that, but I was out for a lot, so. If we do that. We typically should be resolving all of the gold before we end the session, because just like hit points, like I can't. It's hard to go back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You guys are well rested, though. So if your, your character is not rested, you should be rested, and you should all be level six. Just to close the loop on Saxon, he would have gone into town and purchased um, 
I mean, you can tell me if they're not available, but a greater, one greater, and two regular healing potions. They are available. You want to roll? You just roll up. You just have to roll I once. Do. I rolled them and subtracted the cost from mine. Okay. I got a great persuasion roll on the cheaper of the two. So, yeah. Oh, you, only, you only need to roll the one time because it's the same vendor. Oh. Well, the first If you'd like one, to roll one more time, you can. Bad one, so. No, it's okay. Okay. Well, Shall we depart then? I think. Oh, okay. Okay, that's it. She's good. Anything else? Good. Is anybody chatting amongst ourselves um, resistant to any other energy types other than the ones that have already been discussed? Be helpful for me to know. I am quite hardy in cold climates. Got a red monitor. Code red, code red. Mary Beth, I'm just a girl. I got I got nothing. I'm just a regular girl strong yep all right cool that's helpful to know thanks everyone so um along the way um saxon will um just uh share with his with his uh colleagues his partners here he'll just say um and this is the you know, everyone's favorite um, inspiring leader thing. Um, I'll just say, well, it, uh, I must say it appears that uh, we've uh, spent uh, quite a number of our months, uh, months of our, of our life uh, in that, in that uh, last uh, predicament, that last dungeon. So, um, you know, um, I hope everyone's uh, feeling a little bit wiser after their, their many months spent. And uh, I have full confidence that we're up to the challenge of any task. However, I, you know, it may, I, it doesn't really impact me quite as greatly being a, being a half elf, but just in the interest of, of everyone's um, 
longevity, you know, let's let's do our best to uh, uh, make good time and not get lost. Um, you know, seeing that uh, if we go slow, this could be the last dungeon of our lives if the elongation continues. You know, give it your all, really. Um, <laughs> you can decide if you're inspired by that or not, but if you are, you gain uh, nine temporary hit points. Whoa, nine. Look at us. We're invincible. <laughs> What'd you say, Jer? Moving up in the world, level six. Mm -hmm. You're so strong. Ready to go. Anything else before you arrive? I'm good. All right. To take on the world, or at least the elements of the world. Saxon will um, flourish his cloak of many fashions to try to match the terrain that we are traveling through in order to be as um, least noticeable as possible. Right. So as you approach the obelisk, um, the terrain gets hard, rocky, uh, loose, shale occasionally lose your footing as you walk uh, as you approach it's, it appears like the, the this building this particular building is built into the side of what could be a newly formed mountain of sorts um, pieces of rock have uh, pushed themselves out of the earth uh, a small cave like entrance has appeared um, and from there a black tower kind of is built out of the um, out of the stone, working its way up into the air. It's very narrow, very skinny tower, but it's putting out some kind of an energy. It, it's from the outside. It looks too small to be like it's not a rampart, um, but it could look like some kind of an antenna of sorts, but really big and, and heavy duty, like a heavy duty something or other. Um, it doesn't necessarily look like it's a building. The, 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 the piece that rises in the air doesn't look like a building, but it looks like it's emitting some kind of power there. The building seems to be at the base of this tower, uh, and it is a cave entrance. We go forth. Okay. You're approaching the cave. Can you give me a marching order? Can you give me information about how you'd like to approach the cave? Are we are we hearing, um, you know, having been told that this was something with earth elementals, are we hearing a rumbling? Are we getting any sense of, you know, disruption in, in the ground beneath or around us? There are the occasional ground tremors, yes. There doesn't seem to be anyone outside around this area. You, you look around and you don't see anyone 
in the vicinity, but yes, there are occasional ground tremors. Okay, Saxon would be, um, you know, stepping deftly and uh, reminding people to watch their footing and Shall, shall we shall we proceed inside, uh, uh, Luth or Solis? Lead the way. Yes, we we can lead the way. Uh, I apologize okay. for the distraction. So Luth and Solis followed by me, Bowen. Bowen. The next. Next or next two. Next two. It's it's you're able to fit two abreast. Next two. Okay. <laughs> Saxon bringing up behind. Sure. All right. We approach yeah. point out the um, this apparatus or whatever seems to be you mentioned looks like an antenna. Uh, seems to be dispersing or pulsing or whatever it is with magical energy. Um, do do we think that could be the obelisk there? And we have to approach from the inside to find it. I'm sorry. I thought we were at a a cave entrance. Yeah, he said there was some. Maybe I'm. Describing it accurately. Can we gotcha. can we look at that apparatus as we approach and try to identify anything else about it? Uh, make a, a perception check. Oh, that's not great. Very distracted with an eight. Mostly stone, whatever it is, it's made out of a, a weird black stone, smooth, um, probably about uh, 20 feet around at, at the lower end, working its way straight up into the air. Um, so big, but not immense, and it's pretty tall, um, probably 60, 70 feet tall. All right, as uh, I would continue pressing forward, oh, it just went black. Um, pressing forward down the tunnel, checking for- And you can't see anything. Well, I assumed the assumption was that I had lit a torch. Did you uh, say I lit I a will, torch? I will, light a, <laughs> I will light a torch. I will also have light cantrip running. Yeah, you guys him. should be able to drag those in. Oh, yes. I remember what we're dealing with now. Uh, torch. To my character. There we go. Okay, as I proceed forward, I would be looking for any traps, triggers, anything like that. Okay. Uh, and make a perception check to kind of look for your traps and triggers. <clears throat> 
I'm looking and listening up right next to him too. Okay, go ahead and roll. That'll be uh, 18 for me. Okay. Um, with an eighteen, uh, as you as you come in, you notice that this this is a narrow hallway that leads out into a slightly larger room. You shine your torch. You risk a little light ahead. Um, you don't see any creatures here right now. Uh, with an eighteen, you would notice that uh, the area has been trafficked recently. So it seems like there's some recent traffic here. It's not as the previous dungeons you've been in have been cobwebbed, old, abandoned. Most most mostly very thick layers of dust, not a lot of action, not a lot of activity for centuries. Um, this does not appear that way. This appears to be a used space. Um, and the the hallway that you're in opens out into a slightly larger um, entrance way. If you want to proceed further, I can give you more details about that room. Yep, I can send you up to... Wow. My light goes first, and then my character. <laughs> uh, okay. As you enter the larger room, you shine your torch around, and and you see that there are four columns on the wall uh, around the wall, holding holding the structure aloft. Uh, the ceilings in this room are about fifteen feet high, uh, and it's and it's etched out. The stone walls in this room are smooth-ish, but they are stone. It is earth built. Uh, they're not. Um, clean straight walls but but they're not um dug caves like it's somewhere in between uh you get the sense that they're like this on purpose and they are built with a rugged earthy appearance but they're purposely built that way like they're and then, not straight gotcha. walls rugged rough surfaces a little bit of jagged here and there and and the hallway and these walls are the same the pillars there are carved. Um, there's some runes there. It's a, it's an undercommon. Does anyone understand undercommon? Not I. No. Nope. Okay. So it's in a language you don't understand. All right. There's an exit to the south and another to the east. No doors, just hallways. Um, I would continue proceeding forward with Solis looking through this hallway, not necessarily entering it, but just looking to see what we can see. Okay. And we, we don't hear anything as we go. Uh, so your passive perception is pretty high. No, you don't currently hear anything. Um, outside of the occasional tremor or rumble that you were experiencing outside as well. Um... No, you don't hear anything. Um, as you look down the long hallway, <clears throat> I'm sorry, the short hallway to the east, you see a statue on, uh, in another room. Um, the statue is, it, it appears to be some kind of a dwarf um, uh, statue. The, the room in this chamber is a little bit taller. Ceilings are about 20 feet tall in this room. Uh, and this 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 statue stands about ten feet tall, um, and it is 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 a from the other room. It's hard to make out a lot of detail, but it is of a dwarf. 
is he holding something or doing an action or any detail that kind of indicates what might be the uh, significance of the statue? He is. Um, go ahead and make a, a um, perception check. Ooh, 19 plus 3. So 22. <laughs> All right, it is. Yeah, exciting. Um, it is a dwarf. He has a, a wicked grin on his face. Um, he has sunken eyes, and he's holding a hammer uh, extended to the heavens. Um, and what was it? You said 20, 22? Uh, 22, not natural. Tw- 22, yeah. Uh, you notice that his mouth, there's a there's a hole where his mouth about the size of a probably bowling ball sized hole is it relatively high off the ground or is it something like the statue's 10 feet tall just 10 feet tall yeah Uh, and a 22 you also notice uh, between you and the statue on the floor, there might be something that doesn't look right. Um, some form of out-of-place tile. Uh, hey, I, I notice uh, this tile here. Let's make sure we avoid this tile. But also, I think it's worth investigating a statue more. So the tile is directly in the center <clears throat> of where you're walking in. Uh, to avoid it, you'd have to jump it. Yeah, it's a five feet by five foot tile. Um, so it's going to be, I mean, you can jump it, but you have to, you will have to be deliberate. What, it, what does it take to disarm traps? Is that it like- was deliberate. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yep. So thieves tool proficiency. Um, so it's oh. a tink, it's a it's a check with thieves tools to disarm a trap. Um, or if you have other creative means that you would like to attempt, then we can discuss other options. Typically, it's a thieves tools check, just like lock picking. I don't have that. I'm just going to cast detect magic and be observing as we go. Okay. So, good eye, Luth. We're jumping over this. Do we have something heavy to try to throw on it to bring it before we go? You want to set it off? I don't know. Maybe not. Is it a five-foot jump? Yes. What is the normal rule of jumping? All of you can jump five feet with no issue. Uh, all right, I'll, I jump. Over. Oh, come on. I was going to get this whole elaborate thing with the the uh, moving ladder that I have. and <laughs> <laughs> As I notice people jumping over, I, I fold My it back up ma- and put it away. <laughs> <laughs> My detect magic only lasts 10 minutes. Let's keep this train rolling. All right, so I'm just going to draw a quick square. I know it's a little bigger than I said. I'll just draw that there so you kind of get an idea of where that will be. Can you see that square? Yep. Okay. Uh, So that's where the trigger is. 
Your detect magic spell does indeed uh, cause the statue to glow a bit. It is magical of some means. Um, the statue's glowing. <laughs> Someone on the other side could move forward a bit so I have a place to land. Sorry about that. How, na- how about now? Oh, yes, yes, no problem. Thank you. All right, so in this room. Oh! I need to get my dice. Two seconds. Sorry. Uh-oh. That doesn't sound ominous at all. Dexterity <laughs> saves again. He didn't unpack from vacation. There's still time. To- <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody else still exhausted from vacation? Because I am. Can I be exhausted from not vacation? Sorry. Yes, you definitely can. <laughs> How are you feeling? Fine. Um, good. I, I guess I had the one non-COVID cold that's out there in the world, so, <laughs> among other things. Right. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. All right. That thunderstorm's picking back up again, too, so we are probably going to have children crying in our room here in a minute. And... Potential power outages. They're with us. All right. Um, Mary Beth, I hear your voice coming down my stairs from where the boys are listening to the last episode. <laughs> okay. So in this room, you see uh, two pillars um, and other pillars uh, in the other two corners of the room appear to be kind of crumbled down. Um, The other two that still stand have writing in them in, again, under common, (coughs) which you do not not speak. Uh, The statue does glow with magical energy. And at this point, Glowin, you do hear uh, talking coming from here, this general area. Um, And it's a low discussion, not a hidden or whispered discussion, just you hear voices coming from down this hallway. Uh, Are the pillars glowing? No. Um, I'll just alert my fellows. I hear voices coming from this way and I'll go up to this corner and see if I can maybe make out what's being said is it in common as you're walking uh, you hear voices in a language you do not understand Mm. approaching and getting closer should we hide we either need to hide or prepare. We need to hide or prepare for combat. I say we douse the lights and hide in the corners. Uh, I'm going to duck into this passage up here. I, I don't know how to separate myself from my torch I don't now. Douse my light. Okay. We are. We are. Waiting. I can't. Yeah, I was going to say I can't douse the light, but uh... it's fine. Uh, if you tell me that you've doused your torches, that's fine. Okay. Um, and I will ask you each to make a stealth check, please. Oh, no. 
I now have disadvantage. You keep on keep in mind that different armor types give you disadvantage on stealth checks. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I lived with that one for a long time. Great. Oh no. Fifty percent chance of me flinging. Wow, off she is so stealthy. Throwing it to the ground at some point. I didn't realize how stealthy Salise is. It's going to be 18 for Salise and 20 for me. Not natural. 18 for Salise? Yes. 20 yes. for you. Correct. Yes. Okay. Eight. Eight? Okay. Did you hear 16 for Saxon? I did not. 16? Okay. Luth is going to cast his echo as well. Okay, you can drag that out. Minus seven. And seven. Okay. And may I just clarify our entire goal in coming here is to figure out what these obelisks are doing around town and they're disturbing the town's life. We weren't sent to like destroy or find, just sort of explore figure out why they're here, where they came from, what is going on. Okay. Are we responsible? Are we killing the world? I thought I thought we were supposed to dispose of the elementals that were being generated. Is that not the case? Uh, potentially to eliminate the evil that exists or is, is being, is that is corrupting the area in which the obelisks stand. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm shocked in turn of events. You all douse your lights and hide behind pillars in separate corners of the room. And you see as... Well, you don't see. Who has dark vision? Saxon does. Not I. Okay. Well, then Saxon sees... <laughs> So what you're telling me is that they can see us, but we can't see Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I thought it was a weird thing. I just was like, oh, everybody's doing it. Oh, man. Well, I, I automatically assume that everybody can't see in the dark. So I don't, I don't have the luxury of understanding dark vision. <laughs> Saxon, you can see, but you can't see in color because it is, it is dark down here there is no light at all currently uh, and you see um, three figures enter the room uh, having a discussion with each other uh, two are smaller uh, dwarf build gentlemen and one is a slightly taller um, not something you've really necessarily seen before but a, a, a thinner taller bald fellow uh, walking behind them uh, and they walk up, they continue their conversation, they walk past the statue. Do, do I have to this corner? Oh, okay. And they are exiting the room down this hallway. So they do not appear to have noticed us. A one, a two, and a ten were their perception checks. They did not notice you with your group check being successful. I was, I was going to say I would see if I noticed them see something, but okay, we'll let them go. So they did not, they just, they were, they were so engaged in their conversation that they continued up through the hall and 
down this way. May I ask, uh, or anyone could, I guess, but could I hear anything of what they were speaking? Do you speak under common? Oh, no, I do not. After they have passed, and we give them a moment and assume their voices continue to go, they I would like to... to yes. I would like to light up my torch again and do some exploring around this statue that I seek with a magical glow around it before we exit the room. Okay. You relight your torch. After you've wait, waited a few moments, voices to walk around, walk away. Um, and you spend some time exploring the statue. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Could I assist as well with my knowledge of history. Yes. Which I don't know if it's even good. Uh, it's not great, but do you want to take it with advantage? Um, sure. 16. 16. You, as you spend some time investigating the magical essence of this statue, you come to the conclusion that it is most likely a magical trap of some sort triggered by the tile on the floor. You see in the mouth of the dwarf, you see a gaping hole. There are some uh, pipes that are behind in, in small tubes behind on that side of that hole that look like upon. Uh, energizing that um, tile, some form of something would be spilling out and combining to form something that would shoot out of the mouth. And would you say all three of those um, characters were humanoids? They appeared to be humanoids, but you wouldn't know that. Only Saxon saw them. Saxon, did you happen to get a look at those guys that passed through? Yes, uh, yes, I did. I, I'm, I'm most uh, surprised and pleased that they did not notice us. Um, I know that not everyone was hiding quite, uh, quite very well there, but um, yes, yes, uh, two, uh, two dwarves uh, were followed by a bit of a larger uh, stone-looking creature. I'm not, not sure I've experienced his kind before. Did you say stone-looking? That is what the, I saw. Uh, no. Um, <clears throat> Paul, no, bald. Bald. Um, thin. Okay. You um, didn't get a appearance of stone necessarily, uh, and you couldn't really make out color or a lot of detail. That's the, the nature of dark vision. Taller. <clears throat> okay. Cool. Not not quite built like an elf, but not quite built like a human, but taller than a dwarf. Um, can I ask you that? Maybe I should have done this previously. Did they appear to be armed from my glance? Yes. Um, the two, the two dwarf-like fellows had uh, like war pick, like war hammer pick things on their belts. Um, they were armored. <clears throat> and like a uh, scale mail type armor, uh, and they each carried a shield on their back. And the other cre the other character um, 
uh, carry the staff. Okay. Oh. Yes, they, they did look uh, formidable. I mean, not not like anything we haven't dealt with before, but um, you know, I don't know if those could be sentries patrolling. We should be careful about staying in one place too long. Well, I did select a spell this morning about charming people. I didn't know that it would come in handy thinking we were facing earth elementals, but perhaps I will get the opportunity to use it. Yes, charm. That is a great idea. We do have some... Yes, yes, that's a great idea, and, and I may be able to provide some assistance in that area as well, should you need it. Where to, Luth? I was about to say, Luth interrupts and says, have we gathered and gleaned what we can from here? Shall we move on? Shall we go from whence they came or where they hitherto? Okay, I'm not going to sound smart. <laughs> I think the biggest takeaway is to uh, watch out for floor panels and assume that we will not get a hospitable welcome to any new locale. All right. Well, Luth is going to push on. He's going to collect well, Salith from the corner. I'd love to be, I'd love to be up front near you. I I do feel like I have a good eye for spotting danger. I, I Salith might too, which is fine. Yeah, Salith can trail behind. And put her there. Glowin and Luth are taking point. And where are you traveling? South. East. South. Wait, south is an option. Well, oh, it turns okay. east south. to south. Yep. Okay. East south. <laughs> so as you continue down that hallway, it's again more of the same uh, rock cut walls. Um, hallway's not very long, and it, then you see it splits off to the east or west. Um, I will give you your passive perception at this point to check this to, as you traverse this hallway, glowing, um, which is ridiculously high. You do not notice anything out of uh how long does your detect magic spell last 10 minutes it's yes. probably pretty close probably pretty close to fading i'll give you one more room if you wanted to go into would one I, more space. would i have seen anything magic on those guys like is it dependent on me being able to see i know i sense to see a faint aura do those dwarves um... have any sort of magic I will say no, no. Cool. Right, which oh, I'm way? Gonna aim for, I'm going to aim for this big room with my detect magic, or it seemed bigger to me. I don't know. Okay. Before I lose it. As you enter that room, just as your detect magic is about to fade, you notice a. Uh, uh, a blip on your radar, if you will, in this general area. Um, Wait, which one? Uh, in front. So I'll just give you the information here. So as you round the corner into this room, it smells. Like it really smells. Um, it smells like rotting corpses. <clears throat> At the north end of this room, a box sits against the northern wall. Uh, and you can hear something inside the box, tapping and scratching inside the box. 
as if trying to escape the box. Uh, every once in a while, the box will kind of shudder with a like a, something is really trying to get out of it. Um, but mostly it's just a low tapping or scratching and then enough energy is stored up that it kind of, and the box kind of shakes a little bit. The box um, does not appear to be like chained or locked. There's a small locking apparatus on the front of the box. Um, looks like a very simple locking apparatus. Um, and you get a blip of magical energy directly in front of the box on the floor. Uh, a glowing magical rune appears to be on the floor. And as soon as your detect magic fades, that rune fades into invisibility. Uh, that rune is about 10 foot by 10 foot mm. directly in front of that box. Is where that was. And that's about when your detect magic fades. I'll just yell to Luth, watch your step here. My spidey sense. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> something something odd about the floor right in front. I can't even focus on the floor with the stench. Did someone let one rip? <laughs> <laughs> Classy. Do we care about this box? Seems that it could be another trap, couldn't it? I don't think we want to stand on it. Well, something's inside. Do we care about what's inside oh, the okay. chest? I thought the chest was on the other side of it. I don't want to meet the thing that's inside that chest. If it's appealing as it smells, I don't want to meet it either. Does the smell seem to be emanating from there? Does it seem like they've fed the thing dead corpses? Uh, with your perception, yes. The smell seems to be emanating from whatever that box is. As you smell around the room, mm -hmm. just like the closet at Ocean City, that seems to be the <laughs> source of the source cat urine. Of the cat urine. <laughs> Shall we tarry, or shall we? Oh, let's go on. Hold on. Here we go. Let's go, Luth. Ido, Luth jumps on the. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We're not going on the plate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir. Luth continues on. Um, as you looked at the box, I said that it uh, that it did not appear to be complexly locked. I was mistaken. It is not locked, but it is latched. There's like a hasp that hangs down, but there is no lock on the box. From the outside, the box does not appear to be locked. In case that changes anything. <clears throat> Zathafe walks quicker yeah. away from the box. <laughs> okay. So you walk, uh, you head out of that room, and as you head into the hallway, a, a breath of fresh air greets you. It appears to be um, much cleaner smelling down here, but um, the smell and taste in your back of your throat of kind of a sulfury smell begins to settle in as you head further south down this hallway, and it becomes warmer the further south down this hallway you travel. Um, there is a glowing light coming from here down this general direction. 
Mm. I'm gonna drag a light out. I don't know if that helps be able to see or not. You guys see now? I don't know. Yes. So there is some kind of a fiery pit down south that is bright. It's the first source of light you've seen since you've entered this uh, underground expanse. The further east you travel, everything seems to be at a slight grade down. So the further east you travel, the further below surface you, you're going. Gotcha. Not a great, not a large grade, but slight grade. Anything to notice down this hallway? <clears throat> uh, yes. So as you peer down this hallway... Uh, there is a another glowing orb. This one is emitting a purple light. Um, soft purple glow down this hallway. Wow. I'll follow you, Luth. I would continue straight to the fire pit. Is that what it is, a fire pit? So as you get closer and <clears throat> start to get a better look at it, it's not fire. Um, it's like a bubbling, roiling pit of magma. Um, as you approach the area, the temperature to this room increases significantly so as soon as you step into the room with this pit the temperature in here is is well over 100 degrees um, you're guessing probably close to 120 you begin to sweat immediately <clears throat> you get the feeling that the longer you stay in this room the harder it is going to be to maintain your composure um any runes or writing there are some uh, runes written around this uh, pit, also in a language very similar to what you saw etched on the pillars. There is no Terran in any of these rooms, correct? Terran, define Terran. Terran, T-E-R-R-A-N. I the think language? it's the language. The Earth Elemental speaks. I could be wrong. That is the language that Earth Elementals speak, and no, it is under common. There. Okay. There's no other. seeming representation of what this room could be without being able to read the runes. Um, every once in a while. The, the magma kind of glows, puts off some energy, and dissipates. Some It's some kind of a fiery pit of something. Is there any um, metal worked or unworked metal in the room? Is it a... Well, there is not currently any metal in the room now. Yes, well, shall we proceed? Yes, this, uh... Let's go back to the purple orb. Is there any... Luth, 
Luth is going to take a javelin and stick it into the magma. Okay. Um, as you as you do, I do want you to make <clears throat> a Constitution saving throw, please, as you get close to the magma. I'd like to cast anti stupid on Luth. Uh, 15. 15, okay. So you succeed on your heat stroke constitution saving throw. Um, so you don't... I'm resistant to fire. Does that help me? Uh, it, it would help if, if damage were to be taken, but it doesn't help your resistance to the, the actual heat, but you were resistant to the damage that flames would do to you. Uh, as you throw your spear in, uh, the spear, um goes into the pit of magma um, and is gone, is lost. Oh, I don't know that I was throwing it. I was just trying to poke and return. Oh, poke and return. Okay. Uh, so you stick the end of the spear in um, and you pull it out and it is... Um, you're, you're holding the end of a stick that is singed yeah. where the did the stick disappear went. yeah i was gonna say did the stick disappear or did the stick come back with something make a perception check sixteen okay um the stick is burnt and gone but it didn't didn't quite act like it would have if you thought that you stuck it into a really hot fire. Slightly different. So, like, it did burn, and it did be consumed by the fire. It is no longer, like, you have two halves of a stick. The other half is gone. The tip of your spear is gone, if you will. Um, but it wasn't exactly like sticking it into magma and pulling it out. Like, there was not the same amount of resistance you would expect. Like, it's definitely a pool of magma, but it's there's something else about it that is different. So I would return and communicate that to the group. I will um, use minor illusion uh, to generate a uh, vision of a large marshmallow and offer it to. <laughs> <laughs> Your illusion goes roast but I, deliciously. I've, I've lost my stick. Is that your All only right. spear? No, I have multiple javelins. Oh, thank goodness. Right, the longer you stay here, the more of you will have to begin to make constitution saving throws. Oh, I'm <clears> trying to be well yeah. back from the No entrance. one else. No one will be able to spend more than 10 minutes in this room without a constitution save. I say we head down this hallway. Yes, yes. Yeah, here we go. As we yep. go, I'm casting gust and giving us a breeze of uh, fresh air. Okay. Oh, thanks, Lord Saxon. That was much better. Fun use of cantrip there. Small breeze blows by. Um... Um, 
Okay. <clears throat> As you approach this room... As you approach this room, you see the glowing purple orb here. See that? Um, and as you approach, there are three. Oh, uh, shoot. Uh, there are three dwarf figures standing in this room. They see you. Uh, they shout something in a language you don't quite understand and draw their weapons. I will ask you to roll initiative. Mm, yes. <clears throat> Picked white, guys. All right. Yes. Oh, I think I left my echo behind, but since I cast him, I would just keep him with me. Um, I lost Zephyr's token altogether. Yeah, I was I was wondering, are you represented by the fire? Yeah, <laughs> the, I'm this little firefly <laughs> firefly guy here. That is wild magic is so powerful that it bleeds through into yeah. other characters and just turns them into fireflies. The token is actually like deleted um i gotta yes. drag it back in uh, i'm sorry i meant to delete my light cantrip and i think i deleted both at the same time yes. and then i brought the light cantrip back and there was no token <laughs> i couldn't there figure out go. thank you um i gotta put you I back on the it. initiative tracker and i gotta change permissions so that you can control it i'm the worst i won't do that again okay <clears throat> there you go all right luth initiative It would have helped if I paid attention and rolled it. Uh, it is going to be 20, not natural. One. It was super good. Glowing initiative. 17. And Saxon. 13. And Solis. 18. 18. And Fe. 16. 16. Well, look at that. You all did better than me. <clears throat> okay. Um, so they shout something in an angry Dwarvish. Not, not quite Dwarvish, because some of you speak Dwarvish, correct? Who speaks Dwarvish? Not me. On the bottom left of your character sheet, if you speak Dwarvish, no, no one. None of us. Okay. Nope. So no one speaks Dwarvish. So it it sounds still sounds like gibberish. So no one speaks Undercommon. No one speaks Dwarvish. You can't understand what they're saying to you. Um, but they look angry. They drew their shields and their pickaxes, and they are not happy to see you here. Um, they threw their shields. Drew. 
screw oh. off of their back. We accept your surrender. <laughs> um, and it is Luth's turn. Act first. He's counting movement. How far can I move this guy? All right. Uh, first, they're going to see this. Well, for those that can, Echo, move through my fellow characters. To here, roughly. And then Luth is going to go... here uh, and yell surrender in common hoping that they understand okay. and I am going to hold my attack action Till one of them attacks my party or my party attacks one of them. Okay. And that's yeah. it. Okay. Release. Well, that's not what I was expecting to have happen. Uh, real quick. Um, I did just give you a little more information about the room. Before we, I should have done that first. I apologize. Uh, in this room, there are two two very out of place plants growing in the corner of this room. Um, they look like shrubs. Uh, they look, they're they're decently large shrubs in this area. Like, it's weird that these plants are growing in this cave. Um, they're just growing and thriving, which is again bizarre considering the lack of light. And then on the alt on like this stone pillar. That purple glow is coming from some kind of dark gem um, and emits an eerie purple light <clears throat> and it has an unnatural warmth to it. So there's a gem on an, like, an altar of sorts producing that glow and then these plants are growing in this room. And that is, that is the so. If that changes anything about your turn, Luth, you may let me know. Are you saying that we stumbled upon their grow room? Um, if, yeah, if it's from the FDA, <laughs> I was more thinking the DEA. Um, I got yeah. My yeah. I don't, I don't think I would change okay. anything. So then Celise, with that knowledge, you may take your turn. All right. I'm going to advance into the room and stand um, diagonal to loose, down one, to the left one. And I will hold my uh, quarterstaff attack to see if they will engage us peacefully, engage with us peacefully, or we won't. Your quarterstaff attack is not a ranged attack, correct? It's not, it doesn't reach, right, melee? 
five foot beach. No. Oh, yeah. No. You want to be here? Yeah, I guess move. Am I? Can I be in that current spot that I'm in without being on uh, the jam? You're kind of touching the, it. The, the altar is a wider base, so you can be at the base of the altar um, in that space. I'll say. That, okay. That that top one block above you is kind of where the altar takes shape here. Okay. So this space. Yeah. Without standing on the altar, it would not be able to be done. But everything else is kind of fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I'll be there. Okay, so you're also holding your attack action for an aggressive action from that. Yes. Okay. What? Glowing. I, I just, I want to clarify, we had the conversation early that this was not necessarily a kill mission, which after the conversation of the last, the last episode, like Luth is allowing for conversation based upon that or surrender via intimidation. Uh, I'm going to cast Charm Person on this guy. Wisdom save. Natural 20. Are we considered? Are we like considered fighting it right now? You have not made any attack, right? Okay. Are you saying right. something because you heard me roll the dice twice? Oh no, no, I'm not. I just we rolled initiative and then I just wondered. No, I, I wasn't asking. But, um. Okay, I'll just sort of go. Oh, shake my head and. Pull out my. Wait, is this a bonus action? Staff and cast Shillelagh on it. Okay. Um, and move up with some. You can only cast one spell. The Shillelagh is a cantrip. Okay. It's a bonus action cantrip. Bonus action cantrip. Yeah, okay. I just. It, I don't do anything. I just put it on my staff. Okay. Okay. All right. Zethafe. Do I need to get a little closer? Oh, good heavens. Um, I will get a little closer because I'm confused. What's happening? I thought we were fighting and now we're just standing. And um, I, can I hold a spell, Sacred Flame, at the ready for the first person who attacks any of our party? I just keep picturing this scene in the office where, like, they're all, like, pointing their gun fingers at everybody, and they're just like, oh, oh, it's this great Mexican standoff that's occurring right now, and it's making me smile inside. <laughs> my hands kindle with flame, and I hold them at the ready. So what are you readying? What are you readying I think exactly, Zethafe? Sacred flame. 
Sacred Flame against a Duragar that makes an aggressive attack action. Yes. Okay. Okay. Vaxxon. Um... Real quick in my notes. Okay. Um, Saxon will speak out to his companions and say, This purple gem light, we've seen this be before in Theo's house. That, uh, I, it's like six seconds, but. We had to destroy it and the menace that was tending it. And he will draw his crossbow and hold the hold a shot on the actual gem, not on the aiming gem. at the gem. Yes. What are you What are you waiting for to happen waiting, before you lease the arrow? Waiting for some sort of combat or you know, clash. To get, okay. My companions to be attacked or to attack. Right, so you all rolled higher initiative than me. I get to act. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so the dwarves look at each other, slightly confused as to why there has been no combat yet. They say something in dwarvish or undercommon or something that you don't quite understand to each other. Uh, this one in the front. Um, it seems to go into some kind of rage of sorts doubles in size and is going to take an attack action against you Celise okay. initiating all of the held actions <laughs> so the first to, to make an attack but the last to land a blow <laughs> uh, go ahead uh, Luth your attack action, please. Oh my goodness, why is he giant? <laughs> he just said he doubled in size. Oh my gosh. He, Where were he you? Ate the plant. All right. Oh. Well, no, that just, first one. No, he did He really. shouted he did something really. and doubled in size. Oh. Okay. Is a doozy at 26 to hit. 26 to hit. Are we really checking this? I, I am checking one thing. We might be in trouble. <laughs> this is what it is to be level six. Your opponents are so much bigger. Nope, you're good. Uh, it hits. That is going to be nine damage. Nine points of damage. Okay. Second attack. Ooh, much worse. Eleven to hit. It has to be worse than like a thirty-two or whatever that last one was. Uh, eleven does not hit. <clears throat> All right. Well, that is my action. Okay. Next to me. Next to you, Elise. Double-handed quarter staff attack. Uh, 26 to hit. Hits. 
That is 11 points of damage. Okay. Second second attack is a 23 to hit. Also hit. And that is max damage of 12. Okay. The dwarf shrinks back to normal size and appears to be unconscious. Ooh. Anyone else? Cloen would have a held action. No, did not have a hold action. No, I had, had a held action. Sacred flame, which I guess has to hit him because I—that's who I indicated. Uh, a held a held action can be aimed. I mean, the rules are vague. Um, you wait for a scenario and you say that you will attack a thing. Um, so I would let you attack one of the others with your held action if you so choose. Okay. I would like to do this one above Solis. Because the, the trigger occurred. Right. Um, okay. And it needs to make a dexterity save. Oh, okay. Uh, 17. That saves. That's <clears throat> fine. That's all. Okay, and then Saxon. Yes, Saxon shoots towards the gym with a 13. A 13. 13 does not hit the gym. Uh, you kind of hit the bottom of the pillar. And arrow kind of sticks in the stone there. Sure. Okay, so it being this dwarf's turn, he will also enrage... And attack you, Solis. Can I just clarify? Mm-hmm. The first guy has an X over him, which I thought meant dead, but I thought you had described him as unconscious. Uh, unconscious and dead are one and the same. You have two route, three death saves. Like he's. Oh, okay. Okay. They work. Everybody works the same as an, as uh, as your characters too. So, like, if you kill someone without doubling their hit points, they have a chance to be brought back to life with potions or whatever, just like anything else could be. Healing spell. Okay. Sorry, I just didn't realize we used the X for unconscious, but I just must not have seen it recently. Go ahead. Okay. He's going to make an attack at you with his war pick. Ooh, sounds dangerous. Seven to hit. That is a miss. Okay. And then this guy is going to come in uh, down to you, Luth, in rage, and do the same thing. Uh, 12 to hit. That does not hit. Okay. That ends their turn. Luth, you're up. Luth will attack. Ah, oh, come on. 17 to hit. Hits. Nine damage again. Okay. Second attack. Same. So same. 17 to hit. Still hits. And nine damage. <laughs> okay. Bonus action, battle axe with the offhand. Oh, natural one. Ooh, oh, that's boy. a miss with a card. I knew I had been rolling too good. 
<laughs> coming back to bite me. Oh, that was a flashing. Yes. Okay. As you slash down uh, on the creature, you miss, and the axe just barely grazes the side of your boot, undoing the lashings holding your boot on. Every time you move until the end of this combat phase, until you have time to repair the leather strapping, there's a 50% chance you will lose your shoe. Okay. Anything else? That was attack, uh, action, bonus action, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Salise. All right, I'm going to take my double-handed quarterstaff. I'm going to take my quarterstaff in a double-handed... And attack this enraged dwarf to my north. Okay. With a 26 to hit. That hits. And that is eight points of damage. Okay. Second attack is 17 to hit. That hits. That is nine points of damage. And my bonus action, unarmed strike at the same guy. Okay. 13 to hit. Does not hit. <clears throat> so okay. kinda, you kind of punch him and you feel like the scale mail he's wearing absorbs most of that blow. And he doesn't feel that one. Blowing. <clears throat> mm. Hey, I'm sorry I missed it. Some Somebody small and cute distracted me. Did... Did Saxon attack the purple glowing orb? Yes. Attempted to shoot the orb and missed. Missed. Okay. And does this orb look like the something that we've seen before? Trying to remember the thing you saw before. Man, that was so long ago. Um, it was in a room. It was growing plants. There was a little rat guy that was kind of guarding it. The yeah, it is similar. Okay. Well, as I um, walk by this, these plants, may I just use a bonus action to look at them without using my whole action? What are you trying to? Are these? What is with these plants? Glow and nose plants and the outdoors and the forest. And this is not it. They are not I mean they're just they're just plants. They're not um native to the area. They have no medicinal purposes that you're aware of. They're just two odd shrubs in the middle of a mountain. <clears throat> Are there are there knights standing behind the shrubs? No, there are no <laughs> knights standing behind the shrubs. They they failed to recover the shrubbery. All right, I'm just gonna hit with my um, staff then. This one in the corner. The uh, which one? The one I'm corner to corner with. Gotcha. Okay, go ahead. And make an attack roll. Uh, twenty-seven. 
That hit. Twelve. Wow, that was all maxed out. Okay. So this guy shrink down to normal size conscious. Anything else? Um can I occupy the space where the plant is? Uh not that like back corner. Big? You could probably it's big. You could probably skate okay. around the, the front corner here. But when you get into the back of the plant, it's pretty big on these two spaces. Cool. Alright, that's the end of me. Okay. Zethafe. Guys don't seem that tough. Um, I'm going to come forward and I'm going to try um, I'm going to try Sacred Flame one more time. It's a dexterity save. Okay. Shoot, I just closed out the full 20. A three. But it's, so he does fail and takes... 14 points of radiant damage. Okay. He will shrink back to normal size and go unconscious as well. I am. Currently ending combat. And we'll take a quick break here. Uh, restrooms and refreshments. And meet back in 10 minutes. Welcome back. Hope everyone is refreshed. Um, combat's over. Um, Luth can tie his shoe, etc. Um, and let me unpause. And the floor is yours. Do we think we still need to destroy this thing that Lord Saxon was shooting at? Well, let's try to figure out what's going on with it, at least. Seems very ominous to me. <coughs> Can we investigate it? Can I guide whoever is investigating? Lord Saxon? Uh, yes. I'm sorry. I just lost the page that I needed. Darn it. Um, one second. Ugh. Um. Good. Now we're back. Please say that all one more time. Can we investigate the gem? You can. In which way would you like to investigate the gem? Um, visually. Okay. I was visually. giving guidance to Saxon. Okay. It's a dark gem sitting on what appears to be a stone altar, emanating an eerie purple light, unnaturally warm. Um, 
does seem similar to what you saw at the greenhouse in the mansion. Is it liftable? Is it like an object? It's an object sitting on the altar, yeah. For a place that I thought was going to be all about the earth, it is surprisingly warm and hot in here. Are you sure this isn't fire? This the warmth is more like um, a warm spring sunlight warmth. Like, oh. not an uncomfortable hot 120 degree infernal torch hot. It sounds like a nice sunlight, a nice type of light and heat. It's yeah. pleasant, but it's eerie because it's purple. Um, can Luth investigate this plant? See if he can, I don't know, maybe use some nature skill that he doesn't have. Run his echo through it and see if something happens to it. You may run your echo through the plant. He runs through the plant. Very planty. I'm imagining him, like, skipping. <laughs> <laughs> like it's I mean it's like trying to run through a big thick bush like it's not easy to run through it, it occupies the space that it's in pretty well the plant I'm moving on and looking to the next hallway should we take this with us and maybe take it back to Theo I have a I could put it in a sack. Maybe. The plant or the gem? Sorry, go ahead. The gem. The plant or the gem? The gem. Hmm. I was going to ask if we wanted me to try to attack it with my quarter staff and see if I could destroy it. Is there some power here that's controlling this dungeon? Then we need to just like dismantle the power. Possibly, but I feel a little bit like we're still in the dark as to what the main purpose and power of this place is. Should we continue exploring to see if we can understand it better and then come back to to destroy this thing if necessary? We can do that. I am thinking of our last mission where we defeated many elementals and took some rings from a dragon and then much havoc was released and just realizing that perhaps we're dealing with things much beyond our knowledge and understanding and want to make sure we don't make it worse. That's a good point. We do often do that. Checking out this hallway down here. Oh, maybe the great plants are growing from the light. Yeah, Saxon thinks that's what he remembered from the other room. 
growing unnaturally large or something. Okay. Uh, as you look down this other hallway, see more of the same rock walls. However, you're... What's your passive perception? Like 38? 19. 19. I thought it was 20-something. No. 19. With your feet or whatever it was. Um... Okay, make a perception roll as you're looking down the hallway. Natural 20. Now it's high. <laughs> um, as you look down this hallway, you see what, what appears to be some kind of... Some kind of passageway uh, that appears to be unnatural right here. Um, some form of secret entryway. Looks like stone and wall, but your keen eyes pick up an outline of what could be a door. Well, while they're talking about the orb, I'm going to go down there and fiddle with it. Okay, make an investigation check. Eighteen. 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 As you're messing around with the door and fiddling with the rocks around it and kind of tracing the outline of what you think is the door with your hand, your fingers rub up against a, a odd loose piece of stone and it clicks into place and the door slides back and open, revealing hmm. the hallway. Hey guys, let's go this way. Ooh. Amazing. Excellent work, Glowin. Amazing. Saxon <laughs> <laughs> would like to check this door for any strange paraphernalia. She can do that quick. Okay. So, real quick, I'll pause what's happening. To the south, uh, Saxon, uh, you are rummaging through the dwarf's pockets while Glowin is rummaging through the walls. Um, you find small satchels on each dwarf. Um, the contents of which... Come on, can't just... Not just a die button. There it is. Uh, contain. Two hundred and forty five gold pieces. 
you meticulously count each one. That's not quick enough. Yeah, yes, two hundred forty-five. Yes. <laughs> Put it in my tabs. Chase along the others. Two hundred and forty-five gold pieces. Uh, I don't even remember where there. Um, the hallway, as you uh, venture down the hallway. So as you walk into the hallway, Glowin and Zephyrfe, um, you do step on a pressure plate as you move your character far enough into the wall without identifying this trap. That's a weird place to have a trap. Um, as it triggers, um, everyone rolls initiative please that's okay seven Saxon? 19. Luth? 15. Elise? 20. Natural or not natural? Not natural. Glowin? 5. Okay. And anyone with initiative less than 26, that's all of you, uh, I need you to make a de uh, dexterity saving throw, please. Does that count for me as I'm chasing? As you get to the end of the hallway, roll a 20-sided die on an odd... You get to the hallway as this happens on an even, you see it pass you by. Okay. That's an odd. So you get there just in time to see a giant boulder barreling down towards the entire party, occupying the entire width and space of this hallway. Oh, snap. Indiana Jones style. <laughs> It has rolled a 28 on the initiative order. Therefore, it acted first and is rolling right down the hallway towards that fiery pit, unable to be stopped by anyone or anything in its way. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw of 15. DC is 15. So we'll go in initiative 18. order. Solis, 18. 18. Saxon. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, Luth? Twenty-two. Natural. Okay. Is that natural. okay? 
I got a 19. I think that's right. I don't have disadvantage <laughs> on all decks, just stealth, right? Just stealth. Yep. 19. And glowing. 18. 18. So. <laughs> We all Everyone get out of the, way. Out of the way. Just and as Saxon rounds the corner and hey doesn't guys, have enough time to react as the boulder rolls him over. Guess what? 245. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering where we jumped away to if there was nowhere to go. We were fast. Shh, why are you asking these questions? <laughs> we all just he, said, he said it takes up the whole width and, Listen, and the no. space and everything. It's round. So if you lay right along the edge of the wall, <laughs> you're kind of in the corner. That's what glowing did. Like... <laughs> I see. I see. Okay. Luth shot his echo across and then bam. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. Sucked in my stomach. Probably... <laughs> Saxon, you are knocked prone and take 65 points of bludgeoning damage. What? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I'm crushed like a pancake. And I have I have healing spells. Clearly down. <laughs> Clearly I'm a shell of myself. The boulder continues to roll <laughs> over and through Saxon show. down the hallway into this fiery pit of something something and is consumed. Um I I, I run to Saxon as soon as this is done. Um and I can cast I assume he's very unconscious. Yes. Uh, I can cast healing word which isn't great because it's a bonus action it's the only one i have i'm uh, also gonna cast cure wounds at the second level for 14. he's not actually dead though so i don't have to revivify him i will yeah. also, i will cast healing word at the second level um Or an extra eleven. What's that put you back at, Zach? Well, I, I only heard the eleven. Was there more to it than the eleven? Glowing. I gave you fourteen. Fourteen. I did not hear that. Okay. And what's your max? My max thirty-nine. Plus I had okay. nine temporary. Ooh, yep. We all so So it was two healings, totaling 25 then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you are back up. So the uh, flat Stanley, I mean, (laughs) Saxon, (laughs) I guess, reinflates through some magical healing. And and he will, eyes will flutter open and Say, uh, 245 gold. <laughs> oh, Lord Sex, I thought we'd lost you there for a minute. I feel like maybe you did. 
Well, we've got you back now. How do you feel? I feel like every bone in my body has been crushed and then magically restored. Good, Not that's what happened. Well. Okay. <laughs> Just go on without me. I'll, I'll be right here. <laughs> All right. So the stone is now gone. Vacuum is now standing. The hallway seems to be clear at this point. Uh, I'm going to go ahead back and say, well, I found this secret entrance, you guys. It seems like maybe we should go down it real carefully. And I'm going to go about half speed, trying to look look around as I go. So go ahead and make a perception roll as you're wandering through this tunnel. <clears throat> 18. You don't discover any other traps. You do now see exactly where that footplate is that you stepped on before. You're excited about starting a secret door. Um, actually, it's funny because I don't know why, but they don't really give me really good triggers for all the traps in this dungeon except this one. And this one looks like this. Oh. Wow. Oh, heaven. <laughs> Giant so, red skull and crossbones. <laughs> I mean, outside of character, it's real weird that they're in a secret door that they would have a a trap like that. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. It must be a really good secret door. My bad. Right. So you progress down this hallway and it leads to the north. And as you look down to the north, you see um, a similar... Um, I think you see, yeah, a similar pit to the one with fiery runes, except this one is is mud and cake earth. And climbing out of the center of this circle is a giant earthy creature. And we'll roll initiative as this earth giant looks familiar to what you've seen in other places. It looks to be a giant earth elemental climbing from the center of this. Mm. What do we call this round thing? Some form of summoning purple thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, add him to the tracker. And let's get initiative. Salise. 16. Saxon. Uh, I rolled mine with disadvantage because I felt like that was appropriate. And it's a five. <laughs> five. That, and that was a natural one for a five. So. Five, okay. Uh, Self-imposed disadvantage yeah. being dazed and confused. He's got Tweety Birds around his head. Mm -hmm. uh, Luth. 20, not natural. 20. Death of A. 22. 22? Yeah. With disadvantage? Uh, no, not disadvantage. That's not. I'm sorry. Glowing. Three. Three. All right. And. 
Faith, you're up. All right. I don't think there's any doubt as to our status here in this dungeon. So Luth is going to... Oh, man. Luth's speed is terrible. Run full speed and achieve that. Oh, crud. Let's bring her back. Uh, and his echo can do slightly better. About there, I think. 15, 20, 25, 30. Yep. Um, still not good enough. And therefore, I am going to take the dash action, which takes my action, right? Yes. And we're going to do 5, 10, 15, 20. And we'll step there for 25. And then we will bring the echo here. Well, no, the echo doesn't get a dash action. I'm sorry. Um, and then for bonus... No, I I don't have anything for bonus. Okay. Salise. Salise can make it there. So I'm going to run up and be catty corner to loose. And I'm going to attack this puppy with my core staff double-handed. Go me. Send me to the right one. Yeah. Go me to the right one. Oh, that was going to be a 19, and it turned into a 3, so that stinks. That's 10 to hit. 10 does not hit. Whiff around, and there's a little piece of stone that clicks off this giant thing. Just clipped it. All right, and then my second attack. Ugh, yeah, 14 to hit. A 14 does not hit. Oh, and then I'm going to spend a key point to do patient defense. I'm sorry. I, I'm really angry at myself. I should have teleported and then ran, and I would have still gotten my attack action. <laughs> What's the point of being an Echo Knight if you don't use it to your advantage? You're a knight? Hey, DM. I got skipped yes. somehow. I had the highest initiative. How, and I'm how did that happen? I don't You're know. Correct. I, won uh, I wondered it. Oh, okay. Let's all wreck on it. And I was like, <laughs> I could have sworn that I had the highest initiative. And I it wasn't until Felice was like, I started descending and I don't know what happened. You are correct. Um, yeah. It's fine. I don't know that it. We'll just have you act after Celise now and then we'll put you back up at the top. Um, sorry about that. I'd like, uh -huh. you'd like to interrupt Celise's turn. Yeah. Okay. I'd be happy to read you my entire turn. Yeah, I won't let you re-roll all of your attacks. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Are you you're spending a key point to what was that? Patient defense, as you said. Yes. Just okay. taking patient defense. So then Zethafe, go ahead and take your turn now. Okay. 
I'm going to um, channel divinity, radiance of the dawn. So he needs to take a con saving throw. Con saving. Okay. And I might need to move a little closer in order to actually do this stuff. Con. Hmm. Okay. And what does this do? It banishes darkness and deals radiant damage to my foes. Okay. I rolled an eight. Okay. That fails. 14 days. So it takes... Come on. 2d10 plus. Thirteen points of damage. Okay. And then, as my bonus action, I am also going to cast spiritual weapon at second level. Yay! Okay. A spiritual weapon again. I'm so happy. My favorite. Okay. And it will take its attack, which is not great. Fourteen to hit. Fourteen does not hit. Okay. I will drag it on to be near him. Um, end of my turn. Okay. It is now the, <clears throat> the Earth Elemental's turn. <coughs> uh, and he will attack you, Celise. Since you hit him, he only sees fit that he should be allowed to hit you. He'll attack you with a slam attack. Twenty-one to hit. Fourteen points of bludgeoning damage. Luther, are you recording that? To me, I'm sorry, or Celise? Celise. Yes, I can record it. 14 to Celise. 14 bludgeoning, and then a second slam attack. Oh, wait. Uh, Painted Defense. What does that give her? Ooh. Patient I rolled defense. a 21 to hit on that, that first damage. Come on. Scroll. There we go. Um, take dodge as an action. Um, oh, made with disadvantage. So I have to roll that with disadvantage. Um, so I rolled a 21, and then my next roll would be a <laughs> 10. What's her AC? 16. So she does not take that 14 points of damage. Um, nice. I will roll that again. My second slam attack, 13 to hit. Uh, 13 does not hit. Okay, well, that disadvantage helped out a lot. So that was both of his turns, and he is going to um, kind of move. Um, he's going to kind of burrow into the ground a little bit. 
Um, and he's going to kind of pop up just right around here. Sneaky, sneaky. Mm, no, he's going to come all the way down to here. I hit him with my channel divinity. So he burrows down, disappears underground, rubbles through the earth, and reemerges out of the ground right in front of you, glowing and okay. Doesn't he understand that the people who are in the back stay there because they don't want to be in melee? Come on, Earth Elemental. <laughs> Saxon, you're up. Um, yes, what does, now that I get a closer look, does he appear to be made of stone or earth? Or he appears to be exactly like the earth elementals you fought in the other temple. Stone and earth with moss growing off of him, little tree branches. Okay. Uh, Saxon will um, slowly, um, not nearly as dexterously as usual, um, pull out his crossbow and load a load of poison arrow and roll a 24 to hit. A 24 hits. Okay, so piercing damage of 7. And that is your your crossbow is a plus 1 crossbow, right? Yeah. Okay, so he takes 7 points of magical piercing damage. Okay, and then we're going to do a d6 Poison. We'll try to anyway. It's a e one. It's a one. It's a one point of poison damage. Uh, he feel like he's not having any of that. <clears throat> and related to my other abilities, can I ask? Since he's, does the arrow stick into his body? It does. We noted um, Saxon will actually back off a step and end of turn. Okay. Um, no, no, no. He will. He will say. Um, well, we haven't. No. Go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm done. Okay. Glowing. Yes, I'm going to hope he's here for Zethafe and not for me. <laughs> pretty sure you have pretty high armor. And I'm going to cast Aura of Vitality and heal um, Salise is the only one who took damage just then? Or both of you? didn't take any. Salise missed the dodged. She dip-dived that Died oh, I thought it was like fourteen. Right, sorry, I yeah. had to roll. I had to roll again with disadvantage. And uh, all right, so I'm ahead. going to heal um, Saxon for five. Okay. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. Brings us back to Zephyr. Yes, I have some questions. <laughs> so, um, this ring that I have. It says that, oh, sorry, I clicked off of it. Here we go. It says that it has five charges. It regains 1d4 plus one expended charges daily at dawn. 
Um, does that mean that it has five charges right now, or do I need to roll to find out how many charges it has right now? I feel like okay. it starts out with five, and it's not until I expend them that it needs to regain, but... Yes, two things. One, it's the top of the order, and I apologize that um, something happens at the top of the order, and then I will answer that question. Okay. Um, Saxon, you look behind you, and you see coming up from the hallway those three individuals that you saw earlier running directly up the hallway uh, towards you, understanding the commotion of the rock rolling down the hill, sense that something was going on. And they are now here. Um... So I'm going to bring them to the, whoops, uh, layer. And then I'm going to add them to the initiative tracker. And they're going to get here and here. Uh, and then we'll see where they fall in on this turns initiative tracker real quick twelve and <laughs> okay now Zethafei, you have five charges in your ring. You have not expended any charges. They store up, and they are... So every day it would add, 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 till it gets to five. So it starts with five, you've used none. So you have five charges in your ring currently. Oh, wait. I'm going to use two of those charges to try to cast Dominate Monster on the Earth Elemental. Man... I was hoping you would have remembered this, because otherwise this would have been a long night. <clears throat> okay. So read me Dominate Monster. So Dominate Monster, um, I attempt to beguile a creature that you can see within range. It must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the duration. Yeah. Um, if you or creatures that are friendly to you are fighting it, so I should have actually done it at the top of the order the last time, but such is life. It has advantage on us on the saving throw, um, but I the think DC I want to use seventeen. I believe the DC is seventeen, and I think I want to cast Lucky to cancel out your advantage. Oh, you can use it to cancel advantage. Okay. Um. Well, I can. I don't know. I. I mean, that's the effect that it has when I use it on somebody who has advantage. I think that I can use it on your saving throw. Because I'm making an attack. I think you, you can, can just make, make him re-roll re it. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. So he oh, well, I was a little unclear on that. I know I can re-roll it. Like, I can roll, decide you to can, use and re-roll. You can force me to re-roll. Yeah. If it's tied. But, but he still gets to roll both times at advantage. Okay. So you roll at advantage. Tell me what they are. Or tell and me what we And it's a wisdom save. Yes. First save is 11. That's the advantage one, or that's the first roll? That is my that is my first advantage roll. Okay. Well, then I will not use Lucky, because that fails at 11 mm -hmm. against a DC. So you are dominated. While you Domination. are- Domination! 
while you are charmed, you have a telepathic link with me, as long as the two of us are on the same plane of existence. Um, I can issue commands to you while you while I am conscious, conscious without requiring an action, um, which you do your best to obey. They can, I can specify simple and generic course of action, such as attack that creature, run over there, fetch that object. Um, if the creature completes the order and doesn't receive further direction from me, it defends and preserves itself to the best of its ability. Okay. Use my action to take total and precise control of the target. Until the end of, the of my next turn, the creature takes only the actions I choose and doesn't do anything that I don't allow. During this time, until the end of my next turn. During this time, I can also cause the creature to use a reaction as well, but this requires me to use my reaction. That's very confusing. Each time the target takes da damage, it makes a new wisdom saving throw against the spell. If it succeeds, the spell ends. Huzzah! Don't hit it! Okay. Which command would you like to issue this Earth Elemental? Gosh, I didn't really get that far in my mind. Um, I would like it to attack these dwarves who I can sort of see in here behind me. Okay. But I you guess it doesn't actually do that until it's turn. It's turn. <clears throat> you okay. issue the command. You told it say, to attack those two dwarves. Or attack those dwarves. And that ends your turn. And I say, don't attack the elemental. It's under my control. Yes, I'll let you say that. Alright, I'm going to let Luth act. Um, can I also, with my bonus action, move my spiritual weapon up just in case? You can. Oh, Alright, Luth, you're up. Alright, Luth is going to do the maneuver that he should have done originally. 30 feet with his echo. Switch places. And then move an additional... 15 to there and engage in combat. First attack. That's going to be 22. To hit. 22 hits. 10 damage. 10 damage. Okay. Second attack. Oh my goodness. Natural one for a nine. Natural one. <clears throat> Uh, 1d6 penalty to your next attack roll. Got a cramp. Mm -hmm. And that's the end of my turn. That was two attacks? Yeah, that was two attacks, and I have no bonus action. No bonus. I used it to teleport. Gotcha. Okay. All right, now it is this guy's turn. He is going to 
Um, okay, so he is going to... Summon a, um, a, a, why is there an asterisk next to this? Um, oh, okay, I see. Uh, so he is going to point his staff over uh, towards you, Luth, and behind you, out of the ground, is going to emerge a giant stone hand, and it is going to attempt to grapple you. Um... <clears throat> Uh, so actually it's that stone, it's soil and rocks and all that stuff. So it comes out of the hand and this big, big hand comes out and it just tries to wrap itself around you. So I need you to make a strength saving throw, please. Strength saving throw. Ooh, not amazing. 16. 16 succeeds. DC is 50. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, that is his turn. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Yep, that's it. That's his turn. Silice. All right. I'm going to um Zethafe, the description you read of of dominate monster or whatever this was. There's a save opportunity for this thing, right? On its turn. Sorry, say that again. There's a save opportunity for this thing on its turn. Okay, so that might not that's obey you. And that's what we're debating. It doesn't say so. Only if it takes damage. It says only if it takes damage. Okay. Which could happen. So I guess I only give it commands on my turn, unless I want to use my reaction to give it, like, a command between my turns. But it only, the spell only ends after an hour, or if it succeeds on its wisdom saving throw, on a damage. After taking damage. After taking damage, yeah. Interesting. Okay, then for me... Uh, there's not a whole lot that I can do. So I think what I'm gonna do is look around this area, this circle-y area, um, and see if I can identify any kind of buttons, knobs, switches, mechanisms, pathways, doors, anything like that, that would indicate entry or exit or like what's controlling this thing coming from the ground. You're looking for like a switch or a mechanism or a lever or something? Yeah. 
that or a door or if there's a sign of like where did this thing come from maybe that's too um, broad you can just stick to buttons and switches if that's all you want to do uh, let me double check um the runes surrounding the circle you can't read um there are four pillars with words conjured on them uh, carved into them that you also can't read and that's pretty much all this room has to offer uh make an investigation or a perception check to see if you maybe something else catches your eye Now you just see a bunch of writing you don't understand. Okay. No buttons or switches or bells. Alright, no problem. Alright. It is the dwarf's turn. And they are each going to attack the person directly in front of them. We'll start with Saxon's. Pulls out his war pick, and he is going to swing at you for a 10 to hit. 10 misses. All right. The next one attacks you, Luth. An 18 to hit. Uh, an 18 will hit. You suffer six points of piercing damage. And that ends their turn. Now the Earth Elemental's turn. Because he's friendly towards you, I will allow him to move through you if you allow him to pass you, Glowin and Zethafei. You're willingly moving aside, I will let him move through you. Yeah. Cannot, however, displace the people at the end in an attempt to attack the dwarves, so this is as far down the hallway he can get, and he will attempt to swing at the dwarf. Yeah. He can reach. <clears throat> Sorry, dude. So he will make a slam attack against this dwarf. Two attacks. First attack is a natural 20. Um, yeah, okay. So he's going to roll this with critical damage. This is not going how I planned. Um... He only rolled a one and a three. That's not great. Um, oh, there it is. That's where they all were. Okay, I did the roll wrong. Sorry. 20 points of damage for the first slam. So this dwarf is unconscious. And since he cannot get to the other dwarf, he will not use his second attack this turn. And that will end. Oh, no, wait. He can he can flowy through the stone. I'm sorry. He can yeah. move through walls. So he will move through the wall to come here and attack the other dwarf with his second slam attack. Cool. And 11 misses. And that ends his turn. That's it. Saxon, uh, having with very little dexterity dodged the uh, dwarf's attack directly in front of him, will say, I must inform you that I'm having a very bad day, and hit him 
with his uh, walking cane uh, for a twenty-two to hit. Twenty-two walking cane da- or twenty-two hit. to hit does <laughs> hit <clears throat> walking cane damage and roll for walking cane damage. <laughs> for walking cane damage. <laughs> Classic. And comes with extra damage from the shame of being hit by a walking stick. <laughs> How much damage was it? Four. Four. Okay. Uh, bludgeoning. And he will. Uh, his eyes will flash very angrily and he will say now desist in your aggression and he will um, use his mantle of inspiration to uh, <laughs> restore eight temporary hit points to himself is that a spell or a that's my um, it's a feature a trait Okay, trait. It's, it's right. the replacement of my bardics. I can use my bardics okay. for that. Gotcha. And okay, gotcha. And that's the thing where they can I can move without opportunity attacks. Yep, yep. So um, he will also give the same opportunity to, um, let's see, uh, Silice <clears throat> and Luth. I guess Silice to get there and Luth to get away if he wants. Um, so he'll use his movement to oops, to move the torch. Uh, Since the Earth Elemental is friendly, would I be able to move past him? Um, yes, I'll allow it. Move. Oh, I don't have my light. Where's my torch? Wait, it's not your turn, though. Oh, I thought I had movement. Oh, he's doing his movement. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it it uses your reaction. That matters. Your full speed, whatever that happens to be. Can you move me diagonally from that dwarf with an X on him? Here. Up one. Yeah. Okay. And that's the end of Saxons. Okay. I just realized I need to put a token down for the um uh, the hand. The hand thing. If yeah. I moved past this other character would because I'm assuming it, the the reaction would last, right? So if I decided to move here, this guy wouldn't get an opportunity on me, as well. Your whole your whole movement. the whole movement, yeah. yeah. Okay, then I'm gonna I'm gonna move just further. Okay, and sorry, I realized you did take damage. So if you're down temporary hit points, you and Silice can go back up to eight. If you're not at eight or nine. In this case, eight. Okay. So this isn't another nice. guy. I'm just putting a temporary token here for that hand. Actually, this is probably better. A stone hand out of the ground that tried to grab onto Luth. So it's there. So this stone hand is here. If you don't want to be near it, 
if you don't want to be there. That's a stone hand that tried to grab me. I assume we're good. Saxon turns over. Bowen. I'm so confused. Who wants some healing? Well, I'm still a bit injured. Five to you. And then I'll throw a thorn whip out at this dwarf. What's the range on that? Like 30 feet? Yes. Okay. Uh, that is a 21. 21 hits. Six damage. And then he is pulled 10 feet toward me. it um i'm gonna move a bit into the room just to sort of glance about it see what i see that's it that's okay um so i'm gonna move myself a little forward i've sort of lost sight of my guy here. Why won't it click? Oh my gosh, come on. Wow. Okay, I give up. I can't move my character right now. Um, okay. I'm going to say to the Earth Elemental in Terran. Or maybe not in Terran, but just communicate it telepathically um, and understand it in Terran, hopefully. Um, what has brought you here? Answer me. I'm going to ask it telepathically what has brought you here. Well, I'm not exactly sure the rules. Well, uh, sorry, that'll interrupt him fighting this door. That's what I was confused about, whether there was still one left. And there it is, now that I moved on further. Yeah, I'll do that. I feel like... Yeah. Okay. But telepathically, he would reply that he comes to the call of his master. The master calls... The earth answers. Am I allowed to ask anything else or is that as much as I have time for? Um, um, that's probably good. That's probably it for one round. Okay. I'll let you have a bonus action if you'd like one. Uh, sure, I'll move my spiritual weapon. What is going on here? Okay. One, two, three, four. Okay, all done. All right, Luth. All right, Luth is going to move here and attack, attack, attack. 
attack the Daffy boy. Yep. Um, so as I recall, I have a, a negative D... D6. Six. One D6 penalty on your next attack roll. Just this one. Perfect. So I rolled a two. So... <laughs> it's going to be a five to hit. <laughs> Just misses. All right. Second attack. Wow, that's not much better. Um... 13 to hit. 13 does hit. Just hits. Thank goodness. I thought it was going to be all a waste. As you strike him, Um, he doesn't look like he has very thick armor, but like when you hit him, you you feel like a magical barrier was in your way that you just made it through to deal damage. Gotcha. That's going to be nine damage. Nine points of damage. Okay. And then bonus action follow through with battle axe. That is going to be 26 to hit. It hits. And that is going to be seven damage. Okay. Very good. Yeah, I think I'm good. I don't don't need to do anything, actually. That'll be my turn. Okay. So this guy looks around, sees what's going on here. And he is going to um, All right, uh, he is going to move one, two, three. He's going to move down to the end of this hallway. Uh, do I get a... You may use your reaction. Reaction. You mm-hmm. Can I grapple instead of attacking? Uh, I don't think you can do that, no. Just a basic attack. It's not a full action. Uh, that's going to be 26 to hit. It hits. And that'll be six damage. Okay. He's going to say something. Um, in a language you don't understand. And then he will proceed to cast... You'll see forming up out of the ground right in front of you, Luth. Um, Big stone wall appear here. It goes all the way up to the ceiling. Um, Just check the height here. Ten foot. Ten, ten foot. Ten foot. Panels. Okay. So he's going to create um, there. It's four. The ceiling. The ceilings in here are a little over fifteen feet tall. So this is going to go all the way up to the ceiling. 
Uh, and you're just going to see this a whole pile of stone walls created in here to attempt to lock this hallway off. And that blocks visibility. You can no longer see past, oops, uh, past this. Come on. Past this area. Block that off for you. I think that blocked it off. Did it block it off? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry, dynamic lighting still new to what I'm doing here. So, okay. So this giant stone wall erupts up out of the floor and reaches to the top of the ceiling in this space, and he is no longer in sight. Release. All right. This dwarf that is to the south of me, I'm going to attack with my quarterstaff. Ooh. Uh, ten is not going to hit, I'm betting. Ten will not hit. Second attack. Eighteen to hit. Eighteen hits. <clears throat> and that is seven points of damage. Okay. And then for my bonus action, an unarmed strike. 16 to hit. Just hit. Five points of damage. Okay. It's now the dwarf's turn. Confused and frustrated, uh, he's going to uh, attempt to lash out at you, Sully. Too many tabs open. Um, a 11 to hit. Does not hit. Uh, so he would turn tail to attempt to run, and when he does so, he's confronted by a giant stone monster, and the, he will stop in his tracks. This hand is gone now, by the way. When the wall appeared, the hand disappeared. Um, Earth Elemental's turn, still following the directions he was given, the basic instruction he was given, will attempt to attack the dwarf, slam attack against him, um... <clears throat> Uh, a natural one on the first attack and a 15 on the next, which, which misses. <laughs> I have a question. Can he even be attacking the dwarves since I like questioned him instead on my last turn? I mean, I'm happy for uh, him to continue. I just wasn't sure. I thought he followed your basic command for the next okay. hour. Oh, the only okay. command he was given was to attack the dwarf. You did not give him another command. You asked a question. Okay. Fine. Cool. Saxon. Uh, yes. Saxon. Um, we'll slide down behind Zethafe here. Um, see if you can get a shot with his crossbow having a hard time finding a good gap and a good line of sight he will instead pull out of his 
pack real quick his boomerang, which hasn't seen action in a long time, and sidearm it around his companions and not do well with a 13 hit. Mm, 13 does not hit. <clears throat> and uh, that is, uh, after that, he will actually move back a little bit, but that's it. Glowing? I'll look back and realize how is this guy not dead? And I'll come back to where my where are all my companions? Are they on the other side? You don't know. You can't see. Oh, I thought there was a wall put down here. A what? A wall put down here. Yeah, but you can't see that. Where are you? I can't go past this. I feel like something different happened to me. Am I right? Is this Where right? Are you? Or... Yeah. Okay, good. Not me. <laughs> I was like, I can still see everybody, right? Refresh your screen or something. That's. Alrighty then. There should be nothing blocking you. And you yeah. just moved through a wall, so... Yeah, I was like on a weird... I wasn't in the same dimension anymore. I'm still not. Yeah, but... It's not a wall to me. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't even see you moving on my screen. Just moved you. You didn't move anything. Did you? Yeah, I moved. I mean, I can still see this weird other world. I don't know why. I'm only half in this plane. Okay. So I look at all my fellows. Nobody took damage, right? There was a lot of misses. Yep. Notice action, heal up Saxon. I got eight. I assume that puts you a fool? Does. Thank you. Great. Um, and then I'll thorn whip at that guy again. Can't believe he's still alive. Okay, I think I fixed it. Yes, I think I fixed it. Ooh, that was weird. Okay, you're throwing whipping him? Uh, yeah, 17. <laughs> 17 hits. <clears throat> Nine damage. Okay, unconscious. Okay. That's it. All right. So currently, <clears throat> all the aggressive creatures in this area are gone. I'll take you out of initiative order for now. And if you'd like to end the session here, we can start up again right here. Give you some time ah. to think about what you want to do and say here. 
I will just say to the company so that we can think about it over the course of the week. I can I can understand him. I can understand his thoughts. If, if there are questions we want to ask him, he's being controlled or or serves another. Um, so we can find out his purpose here. I'll sort of leave it at that. That if others want to contribute questions, that's what we can. Okay. So we'll leave you guys off. You have an Earth Elemental under your control. Uh, Zethafe, when you look down, you notice that your ring is. Uh, is glowing a, a more of a goldish color instead of the silver color that it was prior to enslaving this monster. Um, it is it's kind of giving off a not like a it doesn't change much. It's just giving off a, a golden glowy energy um, as you have this monster enslaved with it. Uh, there's a giant rock wall in front of you. Um, seems that the way is shut blocking your exit and we will pick up here when we next play hopefully next monday night awesome awesome that's cool yeah thanks man